0: Now, proud partner of the Clydesdale Media, this is the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. I have Army soldier and CrossFit athlete, j Franklin. How's it going? Hey, what's going on, boss? Not bad, not bad. So um, I saw you. Uh, I believe it was on the Misfit Misfit Athletics Facebook you no, know, that Facebook page, uh, Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Now I I do I do Misfit Athletics as well, yeah. and so I was like, and you were like slinging some crazy amounts of weights, and I was like, yeah. all right, I I, I got to get this guy on, he, he <laughs> has to go on the show. So uh, thank you thank you for coming on, I really do appreciate
1: it. Oh man, anytime I, yeah, so, I podcasts. So have you done any before? I've done one with uh, one of my good friends, Will. He's in the army as well. Okay. All right. uh, he invited me on twice. We really just get on it and just start talking. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I hear you. Very cool. Very cool. So um, I know
0: I've seen on your Instagram feed, you have a son. Um, Do you have any other kids at all or?
1: Yes, I have three right now and I have two on the way. Oh, okay. Okay. So Yeah. Me and my wife, we have, I have a, my oldest son is Tucker. He's here with me. My wife is in nursing school back in Alabama. She has my daughter Ava and my youngest son Taj, and she's pregnant with twins now.
0: Wow! Wow! That, do you feel? How do you feel like being outnumbered? Well, soon
1: to be outnumbered. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, you know, they're boys, so we you know we outnumber them. But <laughs> uh, I got a feeling I'm gonna have girls, and. It, You know, you just got to roll with the punches, man. It's it's, it's just, that's how, that's how raising kids, especially today. It's a a lot different from, you know, when we grew up. So
0: So do you, I I know I've seen pictures of like your son playing football and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. do you like, how does that work? Do you kind of like say, Hey, do you want to try this? Or like, what do you do to kind of get them involved with like even like exercising or playing sports?
1: So it was, for me, it was more of a like, Emerging type thing, because I know I was I'm a football player. I played college football, I played basketball and track. I did all that stuff in high school. And I always knew I wanted my kids to be athletes. They didn't necessarily have to be good athletes, but I just wanted them, you know, to be on the sports team and kind of get all of that stuff I got away from sports that you know helped me with, with everyday life. But uh Tuck, he uh he saw me like doing a lot of stuff. I was still I was still Playing intermural football, you know, you know, for the flat, flat football for the army, and playing basketball, I was still enjoying it. He was seeing a lot of that and watching football with me, and he kind of just gradually fell into it. And then maybe around when he was four or five, we realized he could throw the football like pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then I I say like, what do you want to do? He said, I want to play quarterback. So, there's say, if ever since then, it's like, hey, as long as it's fun to you, it's fun for me. So. Awesome. Just been cool. Working that, that goal. So he, uh, his first year in basketball, he just started playing basketball about a week ago.
0: No, oh,
1: nice. So, so yeah, cool. that's gonna be fun.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, d- so do you have him like work out with you at all, or like kind of? do you, like, So work- I mean,
1: sometimes, sometimes I have him work out with me, and uh, sometimes not. Depends, depends on like what I got going on in the session, mm-hmm. but he wants to work out and he's eager to work out, but I don't want him to work out starting start too early. I never yeah. let him like take weights or like, if he does do anything, it's a bunch of running and uh <laughs> like body weight things like push ups, sit-ups and squats and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. So, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So I, I have a six-year-old son. So he was like, starting getting into weightlifting. <laughs> so like, I have like old, old, like long, like uh, lacrosse sticks. And so yeah. I, I make him use those to do the lifts and yeah. like a three pound kettlebell. And so mm-hmm. I've talked about this in other, other podcasts, but we used to do this thing called next station where we do like a minute of work or like 30 seconds of work because his
1: attention spans like not that, you know, long. Yeah. And so- yeah. It, it, and that's, that's the difficult part about kids. It's like one second, they're focused. The next second it is like, oh, there's a squirrel. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. And so we
0: do 30 seconds of work, then we do like 20 seconds, like or 10 seconds to switch stations. And so mm-hmm. we do like kettlebell swings and like when when he said he was done, like I don't
1: I don't pressure him
0: whatsoever. No, to like, ever, ever do I'm like, it's, no,
1: keep it, on going, keep going. Fun. You yeah. want to you like you want to keep it being fun, man, because you get a lot of parents nowadays trying to live through the kids and stuff oh. like that. And yeah. I just want it. I just wanted to be fun. Like the moment he's like, Hey pops, I don't want to, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to work out. I don't want to throw anymore. Like, cool. Yeah. We can do whatever you want to do. It's like, I just wanted to keep being fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely seen that.
1: It it was fun for me. I I, I would want him to have those same experiences.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've definitely seen that when I used to be coaching, be a lacrosse coach, like literally their parents would be like, you know, why isn't my kid starting? And I'm like, well, he made a mistake and then something happened. So we had to get other kids in. It's like, no, my kid should be starting. I'm like, your kid really shouldn't be starting. So, <laughs> but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that though. I mean,
1: sometimes they gotta, sometimes they gotta hear it, man. A lot of parents that have got to realize like, man, after a certain level you known after rec center and you get into junior high and high school, it's like, just cause you're on the team don't mean that you, you, you're gonna get all the minutes. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, that's, that's the harsh reality of sports. You know, you got some people. Sometimes you got to wait your turn. You know, upperclassmen got to leave and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, I try to teach my son that and say, like, hey, he might be better than you now, but you keep working, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. things that happen. Yeah, and that's that's what
0: my son too. I always like he he said, we lost," and I'm like, "Hey, I'm. A, you're not gonna win every single game. Nah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean." just roll with the punches and just figure out like what happened and then try to do something to make it better. So, yep. but then like, you'll see my son playing soccer, like looking like Sonic the Hedgehog with his hands behind his arms, trying to run Cause he just played a Sonic game before the soccer match. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, it's, it's, it's hilarious, man. Watching them play. It just, it's, it's just, they just run around for the most part. They're just running around. You may have like, like two or three kids that actually know, what they're doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. So, what are what are some of the things you like being
1: being a father? Oh man, it's the best part is uh, watching them grow up and become like like their own people. Because like I see so much of myself in my son, but then I see a lot of my wife in my son too. And then now it's, he's like his own individual. Mm-hmm. But then I, look at my daughter and I see so much of my sister in my daughter and it's like, and I see them two interact. And I just, I just see like me and my, me and my sister, how we used to be as, as kids. And then my youngest son, he's just, he's just his own. I don't know where this guy comes from. And he's, he's just his own person. man. <laughs> yeah. He's not like me. He's not like my wife. He's just, just his own, own guy.
0: Yeah, he's just trying to figure stuff out.
1: So yeah, yeah he's just trying to figure. It. But it's the thing is he's moving so fast because he has this, his older brother and sister. So oh yeah, yep. He keep, he tries to keep up with them. So it's, yeah, he gets into a lot of a lot of stuff. <laughs> 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 he gets into a lot of stuff. Yeah, very cool, very cool. So
0: um, you talked about you played football. You played college football for a little while. So before that, what
1: what was your upbringing like? Pretty much with sports. Oh, uh, so. I'm from a military brat. My dad was was in the army. Uh, my mom was in the army. She got out, became a GS worker. Uh, so kind of like the same thing. I'm going with my son. I started in the rec center. I hated football at first. My first year playing football, I hated oh my God, I got hit. I was like, I want no parts of this. I said, okay, I'm gonna go to the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to the NBA. And then uh, my dad uh, PCS we PCS to Germany, and I had to play football. I had to play flag football over there. I couldn't hit. So Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'll I'll play. I'll play flag football. They can't hit me. So then I started playing flat football. Then I started to fall in love with playing football. And then we got back. uh, We came back to Fort Rucker back in 2004. 2004, I was around the sixth grade. And that's when I started playing football again. I was a receiver my sixth grade year. And I finally became a quarterback my seventh grade year, and I played quarterback seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, and when I got to 10th grade, I had to make a decision. It's like, am I going to be a college quarterback? Or I'm going to be a college DB? and even though I feel like I was a good quarterback, I was like, you know, back then, they weren't really taking quarterbacks. Like, at that time, I was five, not five, seven, five, mm-hmm. eight. I was like, it wasn't a lot of Kyler Murray's or, you know, Russell Wilson's walking around and, you know, you kind of had one guy, which is like Doug Flutie, which is like the one in a million. Yep. So I, was, I had to kind of make a decision. I was like, okay, am, am I a better DB or am I a better quarterback? And I was like, I'm a good athlete, so I can do it all. So I decided to, you know, make that transition to DB. And it was probably was the was the best decision for me. But nowadays, my, my son is, is totally different. The game, the position of quarterback is totally different from back okay. when I played when I played quarterback, so him be if he is five ten, five eleven, then he still have a shot. Mm-hmm.
0: Very cool, very cool. So where,
1: where did you go to college? Uh, the University of South Alabama.
0: Oh, okay, very cool, very cool. And you played DB there too, as well. Yeah, yeah, corner. Okay. I played corner. Very cool. So um, after graduating, did you try to like go the pro, pro route, or what? What were you what were you thinking after your? Got- no,
1: so uh, I didn't graduate. Okay. I decided to, I decided to enlist uh, my junior year. Okay. And I enlisted into the army in 2013.
0: Okay. So what, what made you go into the army?
1: Uh, it wasn't man football. wasn't fun anymore. (laughs) It wasn't fun anymore. And and I made some poor decisions as far as academically there where, uh, even if I stayed, I don't know if I would have been eligible to play.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I, I had a lot of growing up to do. And, uh, army was good to my family so i said you know what army is not bad so i decided to join the army okay very so cool so, so we're, okay very cool so what what's what's your what's your job in, in the army so when i enlisted i was a, a 68 echo i was a, a dental tech okay and i recently changed my do- job two years ago now i'm a, a 92 yankee uh supply sergeant
0: Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I I was, I was in the air force and I was a medical technician. So pretty much I'd be like a, I don't know, like a certified nursing assistant. Like if you see like in a normal hospital. So I I did that for seven years. And so I was going to stay. Then the diabetes hit and they're like,
1: yep, you can't, you can't stay in. In Is there like a track for you guys to get like your RN or like LPN? Um, yeah, this, this kind
0: of, there's a kind of like a way to get around it. You could challenge the boards to become an LPN. Um, -hmm. but it's like I, when I, after I graduated tech school, they moved, they moved everything to uh, Fort Sam Houston, which is in San Antonio.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I went uh, to AIT
0: for dental. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so all the, all the stuff didn't really transfer over to Fort Sam Houston. So like trying to find my stuff was just like finding a needle in a haystack and it was just like almost impossible, but you can challenge the board to become an LPN. There's a, uh, I know you can apply to become a PA, like go to their PA school, which is, mm-hmm. I've heard one of the toughest PA schools to get into. It is it uh,
1: is, it is crazy tough.
0: Yeah. And then you can, you can, I get, I think you can go to school for to become an RN, but I think you need to go to like an actual college to get okay. to. So, but yeah, but I, I wanted to come, I wanted to go to the nursing role, but I just got no love with like colleges, other colleges to get in. Cause I already graduated college and everything had like uh-huh. prereqs, and it was just like jumping through hoops. I was an air force med- medical technician and working at a hospital in Boston. And I still couldn't get into a nursing program because wow. my, my SAT scores from like 1998, that I, I, that, I just aged myself. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all good. But, uh, but like my high school SAT scores from 1998 were like, they're they, like, they were too low or something like that and then they went up one school said i needed to get my ged for math and science because it was like so far like so long ago and i was like you know what forget this so come on come on man and like yeah and i was in one school i was 0.13 off of a 3.5 gpa Mm -hmm. to get to the school and they said no we want transfers to get a 3.5 and i'm like you gotta be kidding me. Like, I'm gonna be your best
1: student. Like, I don't think you understand. Like, man, I don't think you like I'm, I'm not a 19-year-old, 18-year-old yeah. freshman it was like, I'm a man with a family. <laughs> I'm
0: not, like, I'm in my 20s, man. Like it's just, like, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm not like gonna be there partying or anything like that. I'm I'm good. I, I wanna go to school and just get my RN and just you know be gone. But yeah, yeah it, it didn't quite work out, but you know, whatever. It's fine. I, I got a great job now, so can't can't complain about it. So mm-hmm. so um, with you being in the army, are you planning to do like the full twenty, or what, what's what's the game plan? Right now, uh
1: the game plan is a full twenty. Full twenty. You know, my dad did it. My granddad did it. All my, my uncles. A lot. of got a few uncles that did it. So, a smart man. Smart man. man. Smart man. Not bad, man. This <laughs> it's, it's not a bad way. Bad way to get a pension, especially I came in back when the under the old retirement system. So I still, at 20, I can, you know, I can call it quits and get my retirement. (laughs) Very cool. Very cool. Very cool.
0: So I know, I know your family's like all been in the army, but like, obviously there's other branches in the military. So what, what was the main, like, you know, main thing that kind of like brought you into the army compared to like Air Force Marines or or Navy or anything like
1: that? So, you know, you always hear like, oh, okay, the Air Force is better. You know, they treat you better, you know, better barracks and stuff like that, which being in the Army for for 10 years now, going on 10 years now, I can kind of see, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty. You can see the difference between an Air Force barracks room and, a, and an Army barracks room. I'm just going to say that. I don't want to talk too bad about <laughs> that. But, but yeah, uh, I just saw like my dad and my uncles and, you know, what it did for them and their family and the opportunities that it created and i'm a person that's like if it's if it's not broke don't fix it and the army was just like i just felt like the army was just the right way to go
0: mm-hmm. okay
1: if it, if it wasn't the army i probably would have picked the navy just because they're like on the west coast i like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that i was i was contemplating navy but i, I saw like you had to sleep in ships so you you're
1: the one of the officers you're sleeping in ships i'm like i'm good so yeah, like man i had a best friend that joined the navy after high school and he showed me like when they would be out and on the boat and how they were sleeping i was like oh there's no way bro no no okay no <laughs> <thing. laughs> there's no way there's <laughs> no way man i was like no no sir nothing for
0: me yeah yeah so um you're you're part of the the army warrior fitness program so yeah. um did you start that before you got into CrossFit or did you get into CrossFit then you
1: know join that group so I got into CrossFit when I got to Fort Bragg which was around 2018 beginning of 2018 Well, has it been that long wow okay at in the beginning of 2018 and uh it wasn't really CrossFit. I was uh, doing functional fitness with a buddy, right? Yeah. I was getting back in shape. I kind of let myself get out of shape towards the back end of my, my time at Fort Stewart. I didn't like, you know, I didn't like myself at the time. So I was like, you know, I, I need to get back in shape. I've always been an athlete. I need to at least st- still look like one. Mm. So I started getting back into functional fitness. Uh, we were doing uh, Marcus Philly's, uh, what was it called? Awaken training series is like a functional body build, functional yeah. body build type program. And we were doing like a lot of squats and stuff, movements that I'm familiar with. And then at the end of the workouts, there was like a grinder, but it was like more like an EMOM or AMRAP type setting where you just go from movement to movement, you know, fast, mm-hmm. as fast as you could, but you know, not not too bad. And I started like, man, I I like those pieces at the end. I was like, what is that? Like, we, like I want to do more of those. And then we, eventually got into crossfit and we we jumped around from comp train to misfit uh but then going into 2019 going into 2019 end of 2019 we did our first crossfit competition was the granite games it was a three person to throw it was a three okay. person and uh we did intermediate and we ended up qualifying this is like right before covid so we ended up ended up qualifying and I was like, okay. And that was really kind of, t- it was, kind of took off for me uh, the fall of 2019, where I was like, okay, I'm not that bad at this. Then we did the open and I, my first open, I think I might've been like top 5,000 or something like that. And I was like, you know, I'm not too bad. Cause I was expecting to be like way lower than that. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, I'm, I may not be too bad at this. You know what, I'm gonna I'm follow misfit for a year. You know, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna work on my skills and work at getting better. And then this past open, I end up finishing. What was it? Might have been like top top 200 in the US, and I finished four something in the quarterfinals. Yep. I had really bad GHD workout. If I didn't have that workout, I think I may I may have been able to make a semifinal. It would have been close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but had a really bad workout then, and I was like, you know, I could I could probably do that competitively. But uh, while I was reclassing, let me rewind, rewind back. I skipped a step. While I was reclassing, uh. The Warrior Fitness team started reaching out to me because you know Misfit was reposting a lot of my stuff, and you know they could see that I was fairly okay at CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So they did the tryout of 2019, December of 2019, or December 2020, December 2020. They did the CrossFit, they did the uh, the qualifier for the Army Warrior Fitness team. I ended up coming top four in that, and I made the team. So right now I'm a Right now I'm an at large athlete. We're still working on orders to get me to Fort Knox so I can be full-time on, on the team, so. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm super stoked about that. Like, I I had no idea that I was even that good, like army-wide, like army-wide. So it is what it is, but no, I'm happy. I'm happy I get the opportunity, so. Yeah. Like, full-time job, be a CrossFitter, is like, I can, I can maybe make, my best push at the games in these next three years. Cause once I go back to regular army, I got to do regular army stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So were you, you were like, you, you throw some like crazy number weights, like crazy weights around. So <laughs> were you, were you always
1: like that? I feel like, I feel like I was always strong, mm-hmm. uh, at least strong for my age and strong for my size. I think doing CrossFit kind of helped me get the technical side of it and then once I kinda of figured out the technical side of it, then my my numbers started to go up rapidly. Cause then I like things started to click and stuff like that. But uh I would say I've always I've been fairly always been pretty explosive. So I think I think that's one of my strengths. is like I was glad I had that I was able to uh have my base of strength and then have to learn the other stuff then be really well conditioned and have to get stronger because I know getting stronger is the process that takes a long time for some people. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, I totally agree. Totally agree. So <laughs> um you still do misfit. So what made you kind of stick with them out of like all the rest of the programs that you that you that's that, so, that
1: so, so recently uh recently I got a coach going into October of this year, last year, 2020, 2021. I got a coach at my box. But uh I stuck with Misfit. For the, for the majority of the time was because, uh I mean, Misfit just kind of scratched every every itch. it, it It's checked every block. Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever, whatever I wanted to get better at, you know, they had a track for it. And what I like about Misfit is like, okay, we're going to do a deadlift cycle. You're going to do 12 weeks of that. You're going to do a squat cycle. You're going to do 12 weeks of that. You're going to do a snatch or a clean and jerk cycle. You're going to do 12 weeks of that. But you're still remaining fit the entire time, but you're getting stronger, and then you get ready for the open. You get ready to peak for the open. And Misfit is really transparent in what they're trying to do, and I feel like uh, I feel like Drew and them know what they're, they're doing at Misfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been drinking their Kool Aid for a couple of years. Yeah. Now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Misfit. Misfit is, is really, and I still like on my recovery days. I still do the do the bitch work for my recovery days. So okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't totally left them in it, but yeah misfit really they they're they really good at what they do
0: yeah yeah no i agree so um I know the box that you you said you have a coach at your box, but uh going back to the army warrior fitness uh program so how how does how does that program help you become like you know a better athlete
1: and a soldier at the same time for the army uh being in like kind of right now being that I'm still here in bragg and i I only be with the team when I, when they put me on TDY and stuff like that. But what I can say with it being uh, them flashing a light, like kind of now, if I, if I say, let's say I was competing at Waterpalooza and I was you no know, individual, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, this is Sergeant Jaylon Franklin, right? Staff Sergeant Jaylon Franklin. And it's like, okay, it's not just me, right? I'm not just representing like my Franklin last name, I'm representing the US Army. And, you know, you kind of got to carry that, that kind of presence, especially as a non-commissioned officer, you want to carry a, pres- a certain presence about you. And, you know, to realize that this, and just to let soldiers know that like, hey, you can still be in the army and you can still be an athlete. Like, mm-hmm. like it, things, things, don't, don't, things don't have to stop because of your army career. If you really want it and you're willing to put the work in, like there's no, is different from me. Anybody can join the team
0: yeah I agree. So um, um in my time in the Air Force, um, I've noticed a little, I, I don't know if it's the same with you, but I don't know if you can talk about it either, but like I've noticed like the the fitness level of like new people coming in is getting a little bit less and less and less and less and less. So how do how do you get those and like my thing is, I want people fit in my unit because I, I'm six, I'm six, 200 pounds, like 200 plus pounds. And they're saying like, why do you work out? Or like, and my thing is like, I want you guys to be fit. I want to be fit too, because I want to drag you. I need, if I need to drag you someplace, I want to be able to, and I want you to be able to
1: drag my ass from one place to another. And that's, and that's the whole, that's the whole thing. It's staying, being able to stay mission ready, no matter, no matter what your job is. Right. But you never know when when shit hits the fan shit hits the fan and everybody gotta you gotta be able to be a soldier mm-hmm. so and you want to be able to operate as a soldier you may not know all the technical lingo and stuff like that but you still want to be able to at least physically that's something that you can always be ready for, mm-hmm. for.
0: now how yeah. do you how do you get your group um group, group
1: like you know always ready like always like active and stuff like that i mean so so i'm in i'm I'm in the third group right now i'm attached to a. 2nd Battalion. And so there a lot of the guys, they see me work out, right? And normally I put, so we got a whiteboard that's like right in there and I put like a wad and I get like a lot of soldiers to, to, to work out with me. So I go in the mornings and I go in the afternoons. Like sometimes in the afternoons, if I'm not going to my box and in the mornings I say, hey, I'm gonna be here cause it's PT on your own. So, hey, I'm gonna be here at this time. You know, if you wanna work out with me, this is what we're gonna do. And now for the most part, like they, they hop in and they join in and they work out with me, but uh, pretty much everybody does their own thing. But the guys that do work out with me, I kind of show them like, everybody got this negative stigma about CrossFit. Oh, and, then when oh, they, yeah. Yeah, and then when they see me, it's like, oh, he's too big. He can't do, he's not, he can't do CrossFit. There's no way you're doing CrossFit. Like what are you doing back and buys and stuff like that. Right? <laughs> I was like, no, oh, let me do, a, let me do a, pushing, and pulling and carrying it. I say that's that's the modalities that I work. So they see me and they see me do that. It's like, man, I can still be big and I can be in shape and I can move like that. And then as they want to get more into it, they want to learn more about it. So I kind of like being able to teach people about CrossFit. I might mean, not know everything, but I can I can teach you what I know. And then if you want to do your own research, you know, at least I was able to open that door for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And at least the good thing with, like, like, say, if you do a lot in the morning with your group, there's mm-hmm. always scalable things you can kind of move other, other people down.
1: And that's what I love about it because I always try to tell them. I always reiterate to them. say, like, hey, don't be intimidated. Like, when you see me doing, like, ring muscle ups and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. it, I was – where you are right now, I was doing that two years ago. And it's, there's always levels. As long as you come in here and you put in the work and you're getting something out of it, whether you're doing – kipping pull-ups or you're doing chest to bar butterfly pull-ups it, or bar muscle-ups like it's scalable and you will still get a workout out of it mm-hmm. yeah well
0: i'm glad that most of you guys are actually like you know willing to work out with you they probably like the first workout they're probably like
1: dead the first time they're like oh, oh yeah yeah. I, I made them do a, a lot of uh burpee box jump overs it was <laughs> it was fun. it was it was fun. it was fun it was a bad i mean it was it was a bad day i mean i said man they, they're not gonna like this because I didn't want to do the workout. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Very cool. So
0: you, you've actually done some competitions too, as well. I know, um, I think I saw, it was the one in Texas you did, was it like two years ago? Uh it was 2020,
1: it was January of last year, uh, TFX. Yeah, TFX, that's it.
0: Yeah, the fitness experience.
1: I did that team. Mm-hmm. So
0: how, what 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 was your experience? Was that like kind of like your
1: first like big competition? That or- was my first, my first, so I, I initially did it to try to qualify individual. Mm-hmm. And I didn't make the RX cut at, at that year. And uh, people that I knew reached out to me, they wanted to go team, we went team. They had stellar athletes on the team, especially uh Haley. Haley was, she's a monster, she still is. Hey, and uh, end up coming in third place i mean it was a great experience and it opened up my eyes you know you know how good i have to be if i want to be able to you know walk out there by myself eventually but uh you know this year i qualified for the pro division elite so uh, i'm looking forward to that at the end of this month very cool very cool i have actually have a friend of mine that i did a podcast with
0: his name's chase smith he's going to the same place is he yes chase so- smith.
1: i think he came in like second in the qualifier yeah, so
0: the long star. <laughs> I've known that I've known that guy for like almost eight years. So we we lived in the same like area when he like when I first started like doing like CrossFit. So, but he's yeah, with, uh, he's with Long Star, isn't he? Um, no, he's on black uh, black iron CrossFit. I think. Okay. Okay. So, something like that. But I'll 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 I'll, uh, I'll send his send his uh, Instagram page to you. I okay. I think I honestly I think you guys like sling so much weight, and you I think you guys <laughs> like hit hit it like you know mm-hmm. i mean i think you guys would be perfect together for a team if you guys want to mm-hmm. get in that but um i so what what were i know you said you learned a lot from that competition that you did so mm-hmm. what what were like the big things
1: that you took away from you know your learning experience there so i would say the biggest thing i took away from being able to watch the individuals compete and competing myself uh watching the individuals compete i realized that you have to attack your workout the way what your fitness level allows you to attack the workout and pacing, pacing, pacing is like, cause I was always the type like, I'm a football, I'm a football guy. Mm-hmm. So I always attack, attack, attack. I go fast and start fast. I mean, <laughs> I end fast, but you know, I'm going to start fast and kind of learning that. And in uh, the skill, it's just like I, I had a, I didn't have a lot of skills that I needed to compete at that level. So, mm-hmm. very cool. Very mean, that, that was that was one of the biggest things things I learned is like being able to strategize and attack each workout. Yeah, just to view your fitness level. Very
0: cool. So has anybody like reached out to you like wanting to train with you at all or kind of connect?
1: Oh man, it's I've I've connected through so many people. The better I've gotten at CrossFit. I've com- connected through so many people. And, uh, man, so actually, uh, Phil Toon, the guy that's at Waterpalooza right now, I talk to him all the time. He's a stellar dude, stellar athlete. Uh, Who else, who else can I say? Uh, ooh, man, there's a lot of guys. There's a guy named Ryan Jevving. Re- he's up in Minnesota. I really want to train with him, me and him. We did the podcast with Will together. Okay. And, and he's a really good dude. I really want to train with him we we've, we've talked about trying to link up like around semifinal time, or either like trying to go to the same semifinal. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man, it's, it's a bunch of guys, man, a bunch of guys. But I mean, most of the people that I train with uh, like Shalen Danielle Dunlap, uh, Malanza Hayes. I mean, most of the guys that I've really gotten better with have been locally. I've been blessed to be in this this place in North Carolina where there's so many good athletes here. Yeah. So many good athletes, man. You got Grit House up the street. Taylor Selfie's at Waterpalooza now. Danielle Dillon's at Waterpalooza. Shailen's gone to MAC. Her husband is a good friend of mine. One of my best friends, James, owns a gym in Charlotte. It's like so many good athletes in this small pool, and we uh we always get together and we train. So like, I really haven't been a, had, had the need to reach out and try to train with other good people because I could drive 45 minutes and train with four guys that I feel like are better than me. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Shay- Shaylen's awesome. I had her on my
0: podcast uh last year. So yeah, she's yeah, she- super nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Shay- Shaylen's a good person. Great person. Yeah.
0: Very cool. So and I know I know you have a GoFundMe page to kind of help you go to some of these competitions and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: So Yeah, it was just a uh, GoFundMe to help me get to Texas. I mean, everybody I kind of felt that need. That was quick. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was something I really didn't want to do, but Hayes. Yeah, you know, yeah. Alonzo Hayes, he convinced me to do it.
0: Well, I mean, he it was smart. I mean, you literally, you filled up your the whole GoFundMe thing. He, yeah, like that looked like real quick. So yeah, <laughs> are you looking to do other than the the, uh, the Texas competition? Are you looking to do any others uh, like after you know or before the before like the semifinals or all?
1: Man, I'm. I'm probably going to lock it in for the for the open and the quarterfinals and the semis after 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 TFX. It's just that man, I'm I'm turning, I'm getting closer to 30, man, and it's they recovery the recovery. I'm t- I'm paying a lot more attention to my recovery now <laughs> than I was doing at like 21. So it's just it's just one of those things that yes. I, I that I just kind of got it. I want to compete every weekend, every month, but. You know, your body, your body, you can't take that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. So. so, um, so with, with that, um, with that, uh, are you looking to peak, uh, pretty much like towards the open or the semifinals? Like, I, I know, cause like a lot of people, when they do the competitions, they're not like in full, you know, peak, you know, ability. When, when do you typically like to
1: peak for? Before- so after talking about it with my coach, I f- we feel like the best time, Just being of how far I've gotten each year, and we feel like, okay, you're on track to make a semifinal individually. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's there's no guarantee that you're going to make a semifinal, right? So we're going to peak you for the quarterfinals. So you're the best that you can be to punch your ticket to a semifinal. And then we'll try to maintain to however far, far we go from there. So it's just that we don't want to peak for a competition that I may or may not be in.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Very cool. So uh, we're getting close to the end. So um, I, I'm curious because obviously you got a lot going on. You got the military, being a dad, CrossFit. You know, even like coaching football and stuff like that. Your son's football. Yeah. What What are you like doing, like outside CrossFit in the military?
1: Man. I'm a huge anime guy. I love, I love, uh, man, I, I love Japanese animation and uh, and video games. It's something that my son gets from me too, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I would, I would literally, and I kind of got my, it was my hobby. Cause I had a lot of things taking up a lot of my time mm-hmm. and I got my wife into it. I knew if if I could get my wife into anime. Then that's something that we can, you know, be able to do together. Now now she's all she's back home watching it without me, and I'd be getting mad at her for watching stuff without me. So <laughs> yeah, so like video games and like like Japanese animations, like I still I still love I still love that kind of stuff. I get to be a kid for at least 27 minutes. And yeah, yeah I yeah. watch that until I gotta be an adult. <laughs> yeah. yeah so what's your favorite video game? Oh my favorite Tekken, the fighting game? Jeez, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. Cool. That's, that's that's my that's my favorite game. Actually, back in college, I was ranked internationally in Tekken. Oh, that really is, cool. Oh, I, I was I was so good at Tekken, man. Yeah. Okay, I'm almost done. We can go get something to eat. <laughs> All right. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll make it real quick. So, um so I know I know it's the beginning of the year and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, What are your goals? I know you kind of talked about making it to semifinals. What what are your goals uh, for the rest of the year, like military-wise, like personal-wise, like
1: whatever? So if I can't get to the Army Warrior Fitness Team by this summer, I'm probably going to put a uh, back burner on my CrossFit career Mm -hmm. just just to kind of get my Army career, you know, stabilized. You know, CrossFit's not going anywhere. Yeah. And, and I still be able to train just maybe not as much as I would need to train to be at the level that I am now. But I still, I feel like I still got a lot a lot of growing to do as a CrossFit athlete. And I don't feel like I lose that much, that much, but I, you know, as a father, you know, as a, as a man, you got priorities that you you have to decisions you have to make and until the army pays me to do CrossFit. I, I, I just, I just can't, I don't see cause, I'm coming up on my time to leave Fort Bragg. And Mm -hmm. here it's the perfect situation, right? PT on your own, hours are great. Everybody kind of treats you in special operations. They know they treat you like a big boy. You get your job done, you get your shit done, you go home, right? So hours are perfect. I'm able to coach my son. I'm able to do CrossFit. I'm able to do all the things that that I like to do. But I know when I get back to big army, it's gonna be no 6.30 PT. Sometimes I might have to stay to 18, 1,900, you know, things like that. I might have to work out in my garage, like, a lot more often than I, than I do now. So I know with, with that kind of time obligation in big Army, I would have to put CrossFit on the back burner. But, you know, that's not a, that's not a final decision. But I just, you know, I still got to wait on the Army Warrior Fitness Team. But I do want to go to ranger school. And I do want to be part of Ranger Battalion. Okay. Very cool. But I know if I go to Ranger School in Ranger Battalion, it's gonna do something, it's gonna do some things to my body mm-hmm. that I is gonna take me a while to come back for uh for, for CrossFit. So yeah. if I make that decision now, then you know it's gonna I'm gonna to have to take a break regardless because I won't be able, I won't be who I am now, athletically at least. Right? Yeah, so
0: yeah, no, I hear you. So um do you have a favorite book you like to read or like, do you have like nonfiction or fiction?
1: Oh man. No, the last book I read was the, was Dune. Okay. That was the last book I read and that was a uh, fiction, that was a fiction book. Yeah. So I know you saw, you saw the movie come out with Do it Zendaya and, uh, and I forgot the other guy's name, but Zendaya was like one of the poster girls for the movie. But yeah, I read that initial book. Okay. Okay. Did mm-hmm. you oh, like it? That might have been a year ago, a year or yeah. two ago. So what did, you, what did you think of the book? Was it better than the movie? The book explained things a lot better than the movies did. I think it's a lot better than the movie. thing. I think as the movie goes, they explain more, but I think you were able to get the gist of what was going on in the book a lot quicker than you were able to, like, See it in a movie because I kept having to tell my boy when we was walking. We watched it together. I was like, "He's yeah. like, man, what's going on?" I was like, "Man, this is this is this is that." And he was like, <laughs> "They didn't explain. They didn't explain none of that." And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, but it's coming. It's coming." <laughs> um, what? So, what's in your gym bag? So my gym bag, I always keep a pair of lifters. I, I rarely use them anymore, uh, but I uh, I use. I keep a pair of lifters. Always keep an extra pair of socks, wristbands, extra pair of wristbands, thumb tape. I have my grips hanging on the outside of my book bag because I like people to know that I do CrossFit. Always. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like people to know that I do CrossFit. And uh, uh, oh, you can't forget your GoPro and your tripod. You can't forget that stuff.
0: No, no, you can't. Yeah, definitely. You
1: can't forget that stuff, man. I, I, I used to, I used to talk about those guys in the gym with tripods, lately, But now I'm like. The guy. I have a tripod for my phone, <laughs> and I have one for my GoPro. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I put it out. Hey, I put it out anywhere. Like I, I'm not ashamed. I, I don't care. <laughs> awesome. Very cool.
0: Um, so, um, what would you tell somebody that? Uh, actually, but, but for that, um, you know, let's say like you, your CrossFit experience is over, your Army experience is over. You know, you're almost you're like your last last minutes. How do you want people?
1: To know you as, mm. I want to. I went a little deep there. But girl, like, forget all of this athletic stuff. Like, it's, I'm an athlete. Like, I, I love being an athlete. I love doing that kind of stuff. But I would want people to remember me as a as just a good person and a great father, mm-hmm. based on what you know. My kids turned out to be so. Like, I go I had my time. I've had my my chances to do whatever I wanted to do with my life. And I wanted to make sure that I set them up for success. And if me, them having success means that I did what I was supposed to do, I could never make the games. I could never make the semifinals. I could never do any other things that I want to do for myself personally. But I think that doesn't define me. I think how my kids turn out defines who I am as a man mm-hmm. or a person. And that's how I would want people to remember me. Awesome. That, that's a, that's awesome. So, um, so last question.
0: So where can people reach out to you if they have any questions about like, you know, being in the army, you know, the army of fitness program or just being like a savage in the, in the CrossFit gym.
1: <laughs> so I, man, my Instagram is is simple. Just like my name says there is at Jlon.franklin at Instagram and uh, my Facebook, same thing, Jlon Franklin. I don't really do Twitter or Snapchat. <laughs>
0: you know, I haven't done Snapchat in ages, so, I'm, I'm, <laughs> so I, I haven't done that. But uh, I'm sure I'm still trying to
1: work on TikTok, just a alone of that. So, man, I, I, that's something that I probably I I haven't picked up TikTok. It, it looks too complicated, man. It's, it's something I can't do, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I know I know you got I know you got a dinner coming up, so I just wanted to thank you for you know taking your time to talk to me about your experience, in, like the military, CrossFit. And I, I would love to have you back on,
1: you know, after the competition down in Texas. Oh, um, of course! No, I mean I, I love talking, especially other dads and fitness dads, and I love talking talking about CrossFit.
0: Yeah, I'm 42, so I'm a little bit older than you, but you All know, man, if, it's 42. is That's not old, man. You're not old. I know, I know, but I, <laughs> I'll still throw up some good weight, so I'll take that. Yeah,
1: you good, you good, man. Yeah, you're yeah. good.
0: Well, well, thank you again for doing this. I do appreciate it. And uh, I'll
1: I'll hit you back up later on just to get you back on. Got you. Appreciate you, man, for having me, man. I I enjoyed it. Thanks. All right. Have a good one. You too, brother.
0: Oh.